This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. All right, we continue to follow the restrictions and shutdowns we're seeing in British Columbia and across Canada. Yesterday, Dr. Bonnie Henry announcing that bars and nightclubs in British Columbia uh, will be shut down effective tonight. Uh, Here's what she had to say about that yesterday. We will be closing bars and nightclubs for this short period of time. We know that those are settings where people socialize, where um, that uh, right now, those are risky settings, especially for the demographic that we're talking about, where we're seeing widespread transmission. Okay, Dr. Bonnie Henry speaking yesterday about closing down bars and nightclubs. You heard my conversation earlier on the show today with... Uh, Dave Kershaw, he's the owner of the Cabana Lounge nightclub on Granville, popular spot. He's owned a lot of bars on the Granville Entertainment District for many years. He was disappointed that his place has to shut down because it's a liquor primary establishment. They don't have a kitchen. They don't serve food. So his place is shut down while a lot of pubs and restaurants are allowed to stay open. Now, have a listen to this. This is Dr. Bonnie Henry speaking once again yesterday, making that distinction that, yeah, the bars and nightclubs are shut down, but pubs, restaurants are staying open. Here's what she said. This does not include um, pubs and cafes and restaurants. This is the specific liquor licenses and will be detailed in our in the order, um, but it is specific to bars and nightclubs. Okay, it's Dr. Bonnie Henry speaking yesterday. Joined by Keith Baldry now. It's time for Baldry's Beat. Keith Baldry, Legislative Bureau Chief for Global News. Good morning, Keith. Sorry, a little late there. I was getting a blueberry muffin lunch dining room down the hall. I, I lost think, track of the time. I think that's a very high priority <laughs> that you should uh, always get, uh, pay attention to. Okay. Um, Bars and nightclubs shut down. Could have been worse, man. Like they could have shut down pubs. They could have yeah. they could have uh, restricted restaurant capacity, but yeah. she didn't do it. No. Uh, so again, not as onerous as we've seen before. Shutting down restaurants or limiting them to takeout only. That's not what happened yesterday. It's the only real impact on pubs and restaurants is maximum six at a table right. and no yeah. mingling. Uh, you know, no table hopping. Uh, no surprise the bars and nightclubs are singled out here. That, that's happened before. That's where there's been transmission. We see early days in the pandemic how many nightclubs were associated with outbreaks. Uh, those are areas where there's uh, transmission. So, and there's uh, restaurants have, have shown time and again they are a fairly safe place to be compared to other establishments. Yeah, when I was speaking to the guy, the vice president of uh, Restaurants Canada on the show yesterday, they were very concerned that capacity limits were coming possibly a 50% mm-hmm. capacity limit in, in British Columbia or they would restrict alcohol service we have an earlier didn't last happen. call for it and, and didn't happen so it happened in Ontario and Quebec but not yeah. here so but again this is always subject to change i mean yeah. this we had changes on friday and then boom uh changes just a few days later so uh, this could this could happen again if we see cases get out of control particularly if we see hospitalizations get out of control the daily case number is nowhere near as a concern even though yesterday it's more than 1,300 record, yeah. sort of jaw-dropping. It's not as concerning as the hospitalization number. There's a lag factor with hospitalizations. We, we, it takes um, you know 10 days or so for people to get really sick to require hospitalization. So 
the numbers we're seeing spiking now count 10 days from now. Well, if we see a big surge in hospitalizations, that uh, shows us we're in trouble. Uh, we're told the Omicron variant, though, is more contagious, but less serious illness associated with it, right? So more cases, but less illness that's the overall. Early, that's the early evidence. Right. So what are we seeing in the hospitals, though? Because I had a caller earlier saying, like, there's nobody in hospitals got Omicron. Well, that's not necessarily true. So yeah. um, we had relatively few people going to hospital over the weekend. Yeah. So again, the number of people going to the hospital right now on a weekly basis is lower than it was a month ago uh, when Omicron was not here. So we'll see. Again, keep an eye on the hospitalization. It's not the, the number that's posted every day. That doesn't tell us how many people went into hospital because people come out of hospital every day. Yeah. You have to look at the CDC website and you'll see a... a, a a number there of total hospitalizations are ever hospitalized, and you can track that from day to day and find out how many people are going in. I think only seven people went in over the weekend, which is quite low. Okay, just in the last hour, we see federal relief measures announced by Prime Minister Justin Trudeau, Finance Minister Chrystia Freeland. They're expanding the worker lockdown benefit in Canada if you qualify for that. If you've lost your job as a result or your hours have been severely cut because of COVID, you could be eligible for 300 bucks a week. Mm-hmm. Businesses eligible for some rent subsidies. They've expanded the definition yep. of that. Spoke to the Canadian Federation of Independent Business about that. They're happy about it. But they're also looking for a provincial response program. And there isn't, there's, there isn't one, at least no, not yet. Mike Farmer says there is going to be one coming. Some sort yeah. of financial package in the days ahead. But I think it's uh, early days for that. But something's going to be out there for some of these businesses. Particularly, you know, fitness centers, gyms, dance studios. Nightclubs and bars, those are the big hits. Banquet halls probably as well because you can't have weddings and and, uh, receptions and funerals anymore. Uh, So there's probably going to be some sort of package for that. Okay, we also heard about cancelled surgeries yesterday as the government preps for this latest wave. And here is Health Minister Adrian Dix talking about that. Our COVID committee met on this question, uh, on this question, obviously, on the pandemic uh, this morning. Uh, Minister Callan. Uh, is leading this effort, and there will be a response to support business uh, in the coming. Okay, that was uh, Adrian Dix promising support for business here, uh, as you mentioned earlier. Here's another clip of Dix talking about the cancelled surgeries. Patients whose surgeries have been postponed these past few weeks, and those impacted right now, and those who will be impacted in January, are dealing with additional anxiety and a challenging time for all of us. We will get you your surgeries. Okay, so if a lot of people are not going into hospital with this Omicron variant, why is he canceling surgeries right now? Because people are going into hospital for other reasons. uh, COVID-19 is far and away not the only illness out there. We're seeing an increase in all sorts of uh, illnesses, 911 calls that have nothing to do with COVID-19. And we saw that in the summer, and it continues to this day. We had a big increase in 811 calls uh, recently from, I think, an average of... 3,000 a day to 5,000 a day. Eight, did you say 811 call? 811, which that? is basically inquiring about health services. Right, okay. Yeah. Um, and there's a lot of anxiety out there. Uh, you're seeing people lining up to get uh, COVID-19 tests when they probably don't need to. They're not showing symptoms, but they're freaking out. I need the COVID test. And you're seeing people going into a hospital now at, at greater numbers than we've seen before. We're, we're at almost, I think, 9,000 beds full. Uh, on any given day, only like less than 200 of those are, are COVID-19 people. So it's not just COVID that's uh, driving up the beds in the hospital. Okay, so the government taking that precaution to clear out capacity just which in has case. Been, which has been go- an ongoing situation. We've been yeah. rescheduling surgeries left and right for months. Yeah. yeah. But and, they're rescheduled. And they get done. They just don't get done at the time you think it's going to get right. done. Right, and that was a, Dix repeated that a few times yesterday, saying like if, you're, if your surgery is canceled, we understand that sucks if that happens for you, but... 
you know, you will get your surgery I'm sure it's, rescheduled. I'm sure it's not good news for that particular patient. Uh, and it depends what kind of surgery it is. You know, these are these are considered, quote, non-essential, unquote, surgeries. Yeah. But that can have a pretty broad definition. Like it's of an emergency surgery, your surgery goes ahead. Or cancer. Or, of course, right. Yeah. Okay. Um, speaking of those tests, like Bonnie Henry talked about that yesterday. We've seen these long lineups for people who want to get tested for COVID. And she, she said that a lot of the demand for testing is for people who maybe don't have symptoms, but they want to know mm. maybe they're going to a Christmas gathering with family members. So they want to be sure they don't have COVID before they go to a family gathering, which I can understand. I mean, that's, I think that's kind of a rational thing to do, but it does put some strain on the system. So she's saying like the rules are, you should only go for the test if you've got symptoms, mm -hmm. right? There's only so many tests available on any given day. It's not no. like there's an infinite amount of tests. And tests are really for people who are showing symptoms. People in uh, in certain situations, long-term care homes are, are targeted for testing. People in vulnerable medical uh, situations are, are targets for testing. But if you're just simply not showing any symptoms, it's you're advised not to go get tested because you want to go to a party. Right. Now, here's what she had to say about that. And also the rapid test. Why don't we have these take-home rapid tests that people that are people are getting in other provinces? And here's Dr. Bonnie Henry on that yesterday. They are a limited supply. They always have been and they will be. We don't have an, uh, globally, there's a limited supply of many of these uh, rapid tests. So they need to be used strategically and that's what we're doing here in BC. Okay, so there's a limited supply of them, but they're looking to get more of them though, right? 11 million in, in wow. uh, January, uh, which is BC, well, BC's asked for 11 million, um, which is BC's share of Canada's purchase of, I think, 84 million of these of tests. And these aren't all, these aren't, aren't take-home tests. These are rapid tests. And they're going to be distributed uh, through various ways, again, st strategically, not to people who think they need them to go to a social occasion. It's people who are targeted, that they're in a situation that maybe rapid testing should be deployed here. So we're going to have more rapid testing than ever in January. 11 million per is BC's request. We get 13.5%. That's our share based on population of all the uh, procurement that comes into Canada. For this. Okay, one more Bonnie Henry clip here. Here she is talking about ramping up booster shots in BC. Have a listen. We are moving and ramping these up quickly. It's not going to stop the spread of this uh, variant that really came um, out of the blue. Uh, it was something that we thought could happen, um, but the, rap the rapidity with, with which it has replaced Delta around the world has been shocking. Okay, I thought that was an interesting comment that she made yesterday about how shocking this the spread of the virus is right now. Record number yesterday. It's taken everyone uh, aback. So we're up to 756 cases over from Friday, which was 302. It just shows you how it doubles so quickly. So it's going to replace Delta very quickly. Now, there's two schools of thought. Scientists, some scientists think, great, let Omicron take over. Because if it is indeed a less severe illness, it will not put as many people in hospital. It will not kill as many people. Other scientists say, no, it could be even worse than Delta. So fight Omicron with all you can. So we'll see which which uh, school of thought wins out here. Okay, that was it. She kind of talked about that yesterday, too. At one point, she said, maybe this is actually a turning point. may not mm -hmm. feel like it, but if, if this transitions into a, a, a less virulent form of the virus, is it something we can live with? Let's hope Let's yeah. hope so. Scientists are also cautioning, don't read too much into the data that comes out of South Africa. Different climate, different population, different demographics. It's summer down there. It's winter up here. Hmm. Um, but there's cause for hope. And also the cases in South Africa now seem to be dropping. Just as quickly as they rose, they're now dropping right. uh, quickly. Will that happen here? Well, let's hope so. Yeah. Again, we're, we're on track. Our positivity rate 
on a day-to-day basis, on a seven-day rolling average, it's going up. Um, but on day-to-day, we're now, yesterday, was almost 9%, which is unheard of for, for, for the longest time. If we're doing 15,000 tests and we're going to hit 10% positivity, we're going to have 15. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Okay. All right, welcome back. Keith Baldry is my guest. Right to your phone calls here, Roger and Burnaby. Hi. Hi, how you doing? Hi, Mike. Hi, Keith. I want to know, is, has any research been done on, or has there been any chatter on um, Omicron merging with Delta? No, I think it's it's more, it replaces Delta so far. I mean, again, the science keeps evolving on this. But the variants of concern go, seem to go their separate ways, whether it was Alpha, Gamma, uh, the other Greek um, names that we've had <laughs> in the past. Yeah. Uh, Omicron, there's a joke going around, we're nearing the end of the alphabet, so hopefully we're nearing the end of the variants. It's interesting also, uh, Bonnie Henry uh, a couple of times has mentioned her strategy for vaccinations and, and testing and such is also based on the assumption there's going to be another variant that comes in here, that Omicron is not the last variant of concern. And we don't know whether the next variant is going to be weaker or stronger. But back to your question, so far I've seen no suggestion that these two uh, variants merged. They seem to, One seems to replace the other. Stuart calling from the Okanagan. Hi, Stuart. Good morning. Uh, my concern is about the haphazard way that the third shot's being administered. I'm 71. I have had my third shot. My wife is 69. She was with me when I got my shot, and they wouldn't give it to her at the time. Hmm. My cousin, whose wife was three years younger than him, when he went to get his shot, admittedly in a smaller community, she was inoculated. My wife still hasn't received notice of her third shot, but our 40-year-old daughter has. What the hell's going on? Yeah, those are good questions. That certainly is not the way it's supposed to be working. Your wife should have had her shot by now. Uh, everyone over the age of 65 should be notified now, plus the people who got two AstraZeneca shots, also six months. It doesn't mean you get your shot si- exactly six months to the date. What happens is the day before, you get texted or emailed to invite to, to book. And the booking... You know, it depends here. I, I'm, I'm getting my third dose next week. But, you you know, I'm invited to book. There's only four places to get it. And one of them is not, no, no dates available until January. So it's it's not, it'll happen at various times depending on what community you live in. But I think your wife should have had her third dose. By hey, now. Stuart, send me an email if you can, mike at com. Just remind me that you called in on the show today, and I'll see if I can make an inquiry for you, okay? Mike at com. Carl in New West. Hi, Carl. Oh, hi. Listen, my wife is 67 years old. She got her booster shot the other day, Moderna, but they only will give her half. So she said, ask the supervisor, no, you only get half. That's right. Half of Moderna is as good as the other, as the other one. That's right. It's a half dose. It's, it's not the full dose. It's a half dose. A lot of people don't inquire about that. They just take the, the shot, whatever it is. But it's, uh, it, it's not the same as the second dose. So the booster, the, the booster shot is a different dose level. Yes. And is that the same for the Pfizer vaccine as well? 
I believe so. I, th- I know it's for Moderna. I believe it's with Pfizer as well, but don't hold, Half me, dose. To, don't okay. hold me to that. Okay. Kyle on the line in Abbotsford. Hi, Kyle. Hey, how's it going? Good. Go ahead. Good. Um, I'm just curious. The U.S. just approved the Pfizer drug, like the oral medication. Mm-hmm. And I know that Merck has one as well that's closed. Where in Canada are we on those? Well, uh, good. That just ha- was announced today. The Food and Drug Administration approved that. That's that's one rung on the ladder that this, this thing has to climb. It's still not going to be distributed yet. The CDC has to weigh in on this. We're generally, you know, weeks to months behind the states when it comes to approving um, vaccines or a number of health uh, drugs, as a matter of fact. So this will ha- be handed off to Health Canada at some point, and they will make a decision probably likely sometime in the new year. Phil and Marpole, you got to go quick. Phil, you got 30 seconds. Go ahead. Yeah, quick question. Merry Christmas to both you and your families. And, uh, yeah, I know fitness classes are canceled. What about individualized fitness? 15 seconds. Here. Well, it's my understanding the fitness center, the physical gym is closed. Um, yeah. So it's, um, I guess you can go do that in a park or something. But uh, the fitness center, the physical uh, place is going to be closed. Keith, thanks a lot. All right. All right. Tomorrow. That's Keith Baldry. That's Baldry's I beat. Be, I won't be late tomorrow.